0: You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Let me guess, you have a Pinterest board or maybe a TikTok favorites board of wedding nails that you have seen in the past couple months for when it is time for your wedding nails. And we are going to talk all things wedding nails today with Celine Chia of CC Nail Studio here in Lexington. Celine, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into doing nails.
1: My mom opened up a nail salon back in 1993. So I always joke that's her first child. And then I was born four years later and pretty much as soon as I was able, she uh, made me work for her grown up in the industry, been around it a lot, been a licensed nail tech here in Lexington for eight years now. I've been with her and, you know, your typical Lexington salon, the high volume salon. And then I have experience in a full service salon. And now in this chapter of my nail career, just flying solo an independent nail artist. Been through it all, seen a lot, a lot of things.
0: Awesome. Well, we are actually going to talk a little bit about her wedding first uh, before we talk wedding nails. She actually got married um, this past July at the Carrick House. I think about my
1: wedding very fondly. It was a lot of fun, a little stressful at times planning, but now that it's over, I'm just kind of like, yeah, a little sad, miss it. A very like a big
0: highlight of my life. One of the things that I really wanted to talk about about your wedding is that you had a non-traditional wedding dress color.
1: Correct. Yes. So everybody who knows me knows that I'm a purple person through and through. So, yeah, girl, I could not get married in a white gown. That's not who I was. So I always knew that I wanted to get married in purple. And to me, I just kept on saying the purple version of blush because I know people get married to blush. So a very, very, very pale purple ultimately got my, ended up getting my dress from modern Trousseau, which, which is a company based out in the Northeast. However, they have flagship stores throughout. And at the time that I ordered my dress, they had a location in Louisville, which no longer exists, but the company is still operating and functioning The closest flagship store now would be Nashville. So short three hours away. They specialize in custom gowns. And when you work with them, you are working directly with the designer. So everything is very efficient. Questions are answered like on the spot and they will do everything. Take care of you. Make your dream dress come true.
0: That's amazing. I love that uh, brides are kind of getting away from the traditional white and ivory right now which i can appreciate and i like that you did something that um, represents your personality and who you are you also worked with sarah from roselia on all of your beautiful flowers i love sarah
1: and shannon roselia is the best they both women of taste they'll make your dream like any thing they'll make come true i going into wedding florals, I had no idea. I think I had two pictures on my Pinterest board and Sarah walked me through it and everybody complimented the beautiful arch that she made. And yeah, it's a staple of my pictures. So I'm really glad that I have a beautiful statement piece to look at.
0: And I think too, they have a very um, distinct style Is very different from all the other florists in the area. And anytime a couple shows me photos of what they like, I instantly know when it's going to be one of their brides. It's just, it's so distinct. And then you worked with um, Brian and Austin from the Added Touch on your, as your wedding day coordinator. Is having a month of or a day of coordinator something you would recommend for all couples? Absolutely. A hundred, ten
1: percent. A day of coordinator at the very least is a must. You're super busy that day, and the day goes by really fast that you don't even have time to think for yourself, let alone this big production that involves so many moving parts and guests. That's a lot to manage. Highly recommend a day of coordinator. That Yeah,
0: that's the bare minimum. Agree, 100%. All right, so let's switch into wedding nails. And as I was looking at things to talk about today, whenever I Googled wedding nails, the first things that came up were like Amazon and Sheen and Timu. And that was actually not what I was expecting. I thought I was going to see these big, beautiful designs. So if a bride wants to maybe get some inspiration, where would you send her for inspiration for Wedding day nails, bachelorette party nails, shower nails, any of those things. Pinterest. And that's, I mean,
1: Pinterest is a great resource for a lot of things, specifically weddings. Instagram would be next. My thing is that some of these nails that you'll get on Instagram have had a filter applied to them. So, which is not an accurate representation or possibly something that like a nail artist would be able to do so i would say pinterest first instagram for inspiration and then yeah just take screenshots make
0: your board if someone is listening and they're not they've never had nails done professionally because i know a lot of brides get their nails done for the first time for wedding events and the wedding day Walk me through the different types of nails that you can get that are available.
1: First, I'll just start out with what I think is the simplest, like, entry-level nails is your regular polish. That is something that's going to be easy for you to remove at home. So the least amount of commitment you'll have. The downside is that you have to wait for them to dry. So you're going to give yourself a couple of hours so that you're just going to like, you know, baby. A couple of hours? Yes. So in nail school, we were always told that it takes three hours for your nail polish to dry. And I don't know about you, but especially during my wedding planning period, I did not have three hours to just sit. Another downside is there's no guarantee to how long natural, regular nail polish is going to last. So, yeah, you touch something, it could easily chip. So a step up from that would be gel. So with the gel, it kind of branches off into two categories. You've got gel polish and you've got something called a gel builder, which is a more structured product. So I would say that out of the two gel options, gel polish would be your entry level. There's three components to that. You've got your base, a color, and the top coat. Um, Gel polish is just a special polish formulated for longer wear. And it cures under an LED lamp, meaning um, there's no dry time. So once you're done, you're good to go. can touch whatever you want to, get into your purse, life goes on. To that, you can add a strengthening gel base. So a lot of times people call that rubber, and that's the brand that I use. They call their extra protection base rubber. So with gel, there's a lot of customization available. And then... I, what I would call like the strongest gel option is that builder or structured gel. So that's cool because it's soakable. You could take that off at home if you wanted to. And it offers a sense of sturdiness while still being flexible. There's something else with the gel, but that's not super common here in Kentucky. Like it hasn't hit, but it's called a hard gel. I had a bride who got married in Vegas. So that's where she did her nails and she came back for me to remove it and start a new set and that product is not soakable at all we just sat here and filed and filed
0: wow I bet that took a while
1: it did they were beautiful and they you know served their purpose but yeah not super common here in Kentucky so I guess that's something to that keep in mind if you're having a destination what would be the benefit of a hard
0: nail over the other options the
1: hard gel it was good for blending in an extension okay so if you want your nails to be longer the hard gel because it is hard it just the layer when you put it on there you can't really tell it's seamless between your natural nail and that plastic tip gel is pretty popular here and then another really popular product here is dip that a lot of people will hear call sns because that's the first brand that really took off here With the dip, there's two options that you can do on your natural nails, or you can add an extension. So the dip powder is pigmented, so you don't have to worry about your color chipping because it is built in, and it's resin-based. So you essentially put a layer glue on, dip your nail in the powder, and there's a liquid that you brush over that makes them hard. And that you soak off every time, which gives you the option to either maintain your nails after the wedding or not. The dip is not very flexible. So with enough like force, they'll break or crumble off, but that's good too because it doesn't really hurt if it comes to that, if that happens. And then, yeah, we get into the old school acrylic, which has been around the longest. And there's a common misconception that acrylic damages your nails, and that's not true. It's all in the way that your nails are soaked off. It is a powder mixed with a liquid monomer. So it, it dries hard. It's a fillable product. So again, you can maintain after your wedding if you choose to. You can add an extension or do it on top of your natural nails. And then that just made me think of another common misconception. I have a lot of people that come in here And think that the plastic tip is acrylic. No, the tip itself is just plastic and it's just a foundation to add extensions to your nails for length.
0: Do you see many brides adding the extensions for their nails on their wedding day? Yes. I think that most of my brides have added length just
1: because, especially for like DIY brides, you're using your hands a lot, it's hard to grow your nails out. And there is nothing wrong with adding a tip or not. If you
0: choose, it really just depends on your vibe. Of these types, what do you think is the most popular option? I think I've done the
1: most dip for brides.
0: No, I think that might just be because it's
1: something that a lot of people are familiar with. You know, a lot of things are recommended word of mouth or you like someone that you trust. And dip is it's pretty popular.
0: We talked about adding the tip on. There are tons of styles, if that's the right word, ways that you can shape a nail. Yes. So that, again,
1: comes down to preference. I am a square girl by nature. I like the angles. But a lot of people like the round or the almond. So I can't really say one is more popular than the other.
0: It really just depends on how you feel about it. The vampire nail shape is my favorite. I can I could never pull that off. But that is like anytime I see that on somebody, I always compliment it. Yeah. And it always looks amazing. Like Evan with Evolution Salon always has it. Like it was matte black the other day and it was perfection. It's really all about your style. And
1: I've heard a lot of brides say, and not just with nails, like even with things like makeup and hair, that because the wedding version of yourself is usually glammed and dolled up. You kind of, people feel like they have, well, they've told me that they don't feel themselves. So again, how much of yourself, of your authentic self do you want shown? You absolutely shouldn't feel pressured to do anything because you feel like it's bad or popular.
0: Whatever you want is cool. So speaking of bad and popular, um, I've been hearing a lot about chrome on nails. Tell me like what that is. Yeah.
1: So that look made famous by Hailey Bieber. A lot of people will call it glazed. So the chrome is a finish. It's a powder that you put on top of a gel polish. And it just adds this, I almost want to call it like iridescent. And it's going to pick up whatever colors the base. So it's one of those things that's really, it can vary. In fact, like there's different finishes of the chrome powder and it picks up different tones. So it's one of those things it's like, I never really know what it's going to look like until I put it on. But something that can be easily experimented with.
0: So talking about not knowing what it's going to look like until you put it on, do you see many brides do a trial for their wedding nails before they actually get them done for the wedding day? Yes. So
1: in my experience, a lot of these brides, I've been doing their nails since before. You know, they were brides. So there is room for experimentation. That being said, if you do not regularly get your nails done and you don't have a salon or artist that you see, I would not recommend having the first time you seeing that person or going to that salon be right before your wedding. That may be like getting your nails done for an engagement session would be a good idea, right? Because ultimately if you don't like it, you can just soak it off, go to a new person. But when you're waiting that close before to get your nails done right before the wedding, you probably won't have time to take your nails
0: off to find a new person. Definitely do a trial. I know when it comes to finding a nail salon, if you don't have a nail salon that you use on a regular basis, you just kind of go wherever you're at in town. When it comes to the wedding day nails, you know, think about what you're prioritizing. Whether it's the experience, if you're taking all of your bridesmaids with you and you want to do everything all at one time, then you're going to have to have a bigger salon. Versus if a bride is coming to you It is individual service and she's going to be the only one in here and you have the time to really talk through and walk through exactly what you're going to do for her. Right. Yeah. It's all about priorities. One
1: way it's not better than the other and I'm not here to shame big salons or other little studios like myself. It's what you're looking to get out of the experience. I have had both The whole bridal party comes to me or just the bride usually i mean if it's just the bride yeah we just do her nails she usually recommends the um, other people go somewhere else or when i do do the whole bridal team it's they essentially just like camp out and hang out with me all day so it's whatever best fits into your schedule your wedding planning
0: period and then if somebody is looking to get actual like nail art um, is that something you do? or is that something that uh, larger salons do? Do you see brides getting nail art at all for their wedding day? Yeah, nail art has really taken off within the past couple years. It's
1: pretty much accessible anywhere. With nail art, there is a lot of variability. I would say some people are more familiar with it than others. And especially, if you're going to a new person, I would recommend your wedding nail art not being the first time that you've seen the salon or this artist. Definitely do trial. Social media really helps. I would recommend stalking a salon or an artist's Instagram. You can base their vibe off of their Instagram feed.
0: Like, if a bride wants to be extra with her nails, is nail art something you would recommend? Or, like, what would make her, like, feel extra?
1: Again, it depends on the bride, because I've had brides that feel extra whenever they just have extensions on. There's just a, a lot that you can do with nails. They can be very custom. You can do something, again, as simple as having more than two colors, a highlight nail, some art, you know some squirrels some lines put in there all the way to let's encrust the whole entire
0: nail with rhinestones whatever you want like someone's gonna make it happen. So is the highlight nail where one of them is like a different color on each hand? right um, maybe well maybe not the whole entire different hand, but when you're
1: accenting the ring finger, Like, let's say you do a flat color on four of those fingers, and then your ring finger is, like,
0: glittery. Okay, gotcha. So if a bride gets her nails done on a regular basis, and she plans to get them done before the wedding, when should she get those done before the wedding?
1: Definitely week of. I would say, like, if you're having a Saturday wedding, I think Thursday would be good. Friday, probably Wednesday. Yeah. No more, no longer than a
0: week. Okay. I feel like Wednesday or Thursday, because Friday you've got a lot going on. You've got rehearsal. You're just getting ready for things. You've probably got family coming in town. And then that way, if you have them done before then, they look fantastic.
1: Exactly. Like have them good for your rehearsal, rehearsal dinner and wedding.
0: So if a bride does get her nails done for the first time for the wedding day, she will probably also get a pedicure, I feel like. I know that some people don't like having their feet touched, but even if they just get, like, their nails painted, do you recommend that they get, like, normal polish or should they get, like, gel polish if they're going to the beach for a honeymoon? Regular polish on toes lasts
1: pretty well. The only time I really recommend that people get gel polish on their toes is if they're going on vacation afterwards. I know that, like, when I got my wedding pedicure, I got gel one, because I had something to do right after, so I didn't want to worry about messing my toes while I got in the car. So convenience is a big thing. You know, got, got a million things to do. And then, yeah, I was knew I was going to be walking a lot on my honeymoon, so I wanted something that wasn't going to rub off. So, yeah, gel was a good option for that. I think it just really depends. Okay. What are some of the most popular colors that you see brides getting? I do a lot of OPI's Funny Bunny, which is a milky white color with a little bit of iridescent shimmer in it. And then people love OPI's Bubble Bath, just your little baby pink. I've had that one forever. It's just an easy go-to. It's a classic. And some people even combine the two. And that's a really nice look as well. Is there any particular color that you think photographs the best? I think as long as your nail polish is opaque to translucent, it will show pretty well. And that the chrome helps a translucent color become more solid as well. The only thing I've seen that doesn't really look good is, you know, one of those natural colors that's almost the pigment, the hue is just so, so light. When you see it in real life, you're, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's really light. Well, imagine in the pictures, it's going to look clear. Your nails aren't even going to look done. With that being said, definitely when you're picking out the color, don't feel rushed. Have your nail person polish one nail, hold it up. If you feel like you can see through it, yeah, it's probably not going to photograph well.
0: If a bride is wearing a non-traditional wedding dress color like you did, like, okay, for a purple dress, what color were your nails?
1: So for my nails, I did an ombre set. So the base near my cuticle was this natural nude color that had some sparkle in it. And then the gradient to the tip was a light purple that I then put chrome over. <laughs> over. I love purple, so I had it be in there. And the chrome kind of almost offers this like kind of ethereal vibe. I just knew that I didn't want French snails. Okay. And I feel like a lot of brides come in thinking that French is their only option. It is not. Have as much fun. You know, go as extra or as plain as you want to. But yes, French is not the only option. Please do not feel obligated to do French. And French is also not limited just to the white tip. I had a bride recently that did navy french so that instead of white we did navy and her nails no i take that back she did light purple tips and then her bridesmaids did navy it was like an inverted those were her wedding colors okay yeah
0: that's fun it was a lot of fun and then we definitely have a lot of brides wearing black wedding dresses now are you seeing them paint their nails black or are you seeing like a bright red? What do you think works with a black dress?
1: Ooh, I could see a matte black nail looking really sharp with a black dress. I personally haven't done any gotten any brides that did black, so I can't speak on that. But color for sure. If I would say that the a light pink with a chrome on top is my most popular, My second one would be just an opaque light pink. And then I don't know if people are familiar with OPI's strawberry
0: margarita, but just like a pretty bright pink. Okay. And while we're talking about all of these things, I have really talked about the bride a lot. But I do not want to forget the groom. Um, I'm a big fan of the groom also getting manicures and pedicures before the wedding, Agreed,
1: 100%. I strongly dislike that manicures and pedicures have become this like genderized thing. No, anybody can benefit from a manicure or pedicure. If your hands are going to be photographed, you need some attention. At the very least, put some hand lotion on before your pictures are taken. But I highly recommend that everybody come in and get it like my most recent couple that got married you know i've been seeing the bride for a couple years now so she's very regular so she sent in her husband to be the groom started seeing me a month before the wedding so he got his man first manicure for him then and then he came in a few days before for her second manicure that way you know if there's a lot of work that needs to be done we can go ahead and tackle take care of that and also just like To familiarize with the process. I think a lot of people are intimidated by doing something anything for the first time. So yeah, let's just go ahead and get to know each other.
0: I think doing it twice, I think that is a brilliant idea. And props to him for actually coming and doing it. Where are we at kind of price-wise for nail services here in Lexington now? I know everybody's going to have a different price. Every service is going to have. If you're adding Chrome or Nail Art, what is maybe like a Base rate you think someone should maybe put in their budget? Okay. So it
1: has been a little bit since
0: I've been in
1: our typical, like, high volume Lexington salon. So I would say that an entry level manicure, whether that be gel polish or dip, so those things I would say start are about 40. A regular manicure, I feel like, would. It's probably around 20 to 30 here. And then I would say acrylic would be anywhere from 40 to 50 to start. Let's go ahead and plan that your basic, your foundation, right, is going to start you at about 40. I think the ongoing re- common rate for adding the chrome is about 15. I think nail art, I know back in the day, it used to be you could get two starting for five. And I think... It goes up depending on how many colors you want. So let's say you want all 10 fingers decked out. I would say if you did a one color nail art on all 10 fingers, that would probably run you an extra 15 to 20. Probably goes up maybe five to 10 based on how many colors you want. Okay. Yeah. Rhinestones. So adding a lot of bling, I think that's probably going to run you the most. I'm trying to think of them the last time. A full set of acrylic extensions with gel polish. And I think one of the nails was completely blinged out. I think that was like about 130. So it's really kind of all over the board. It is. So yeah, if you're leaning more towards a simpler nail, I would say it'd be safe to say anywhere from 40 to 50. And if you want something really elaborate, yeah, be prepared to pay close to 200. Okay.
0: And then pedicure-wise?
1: Yeah. So I think a basic pedicure will probably start at about 35 to 40. And then the pedicures that come with all the hot towels and masks and things, I think those probably start closer to anywhere between 60 and 80. Okay. And then I think it's fairly common that adding gel polish to a pedicure starts at 15, maybe 20.
0: Okay. And then, of course, we um, live in tipping culture now, which I think nail services are something where most people have always tipped previously. Is there like a standard percentage we should tip or is it based on service? Like, what do you appreciate whenever your clients come to see you? I think 20 percent
1: is the standard for, you know, you are satisfied. And then if you're getting something that's a little bit more elaborate, more time, I would say go up from there you know, gratuity is always appreciated, not expected. So if you feel like someone's going above and beyond or someone's doing something super tedious for you, you know, just use your best judgment.
0: Do you have any other thoughts or advice for brides that are planning out their Pinterest board and searching for the perfect wedding day now? Have a lot of options.
1: There's just a lot going on in your mind. At the time, your taste could change by the time you get into that salon chair.
0: I mean, there have been a dozen times before where somebody sat down beside me with a to get a pedicure, or and I've looked over and I'm like, oh, I want that color that's on your toes right now. So I change it even when I'm sitting. Yeah, there. and nails are not permanent; they can always be changed.
1: If your nail artist is doing something and you don't like the direction that it's going, just speak up and make a suggestion. Or have your nail artists do some, you know, take their artistic liberty. Don't leave your appointment anything less than satisfied. If you're not happy with your nails, they can easily be fixed. Like It's okay. We want everything to be perfect for you.
0: Okay. And then if a bride is interested in reaching out to you um, to schedule an appointment, what is the best way for her to do that?
1: Social media. So um, Instagram. Is probably the easiest because I, you can DM me with any questions and my I have a book now button in my bio for online scheduling. Super convenient. And what is your Instagram handle? CC Nail Studio.
0: So regardless of how long your nails are going into wedding planning, you know, six or eight weeks out before, definitely start getting those manicures, start prepping. Even if it is just getting clear polish on there, we want them to look amazing for the wedding day. But one last thing, walk me through from the least amount of commitment to the most amount of commitment so that brides will know exactly what they're getting into. Right.
1: Okay, so from least to most commitment would be regular polish. Again, like I said, you can take that off at home. Super easy. Gel polish would be next. The dip powder a builder gel, and then the most commitment would be acrylic. And things that I took in consideration for that ranking would be how easy it is to soak off at home, how long does it take, is it a product that
0: you can fill in or not. And then, of course, they can always go back to the nail salon, and you would prefer that they go back to the nail salon and get them removed. Yes.
1: A lot of people will say, oh, this product damaged my nails. And then I'll ask, oh, how'd you take
0: it off? Oh, I picked at them. I fidgeted with them. I'm no worse at that because when I start, I can't stop until they're all gone. Agreed. And there is no
1: shame. Okay, I get it. It is very satisfying to pop your nails off. Totally get it. Not here to shame you. I just want to let you know that your nails are probably not going to be super happy with you. They will bounce back. I promise. Your nails aren't going to go anywhere. Just, you know, put on some hand lotion some
0: cuticle oil, they'll be all great. So, is cuticle oil something that we should all be using like on a regular basis? Yes, please. Cuticle oil is not only
1: going to help, you know, cosmetically, I'm mean, going to keep everything looking nice and polished, but cuticle oil is also going to help you retain your nails better.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. Is C- there a kind that you recommend? I do not. Okay, just any kind? Just any kind. Okay. It, don't feel like you
1: have to go out and buy like the most expensive bottle. Whatever's at the drugstore is chill. A lot of people, I feel like have cute um coconut oil at home. You can use that too. Just like kitchen anything. coconut oil. yeah. I never knew.
0: I would have never come up with that. yeah,
1: yeah. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy just as long as it's some sort of hydrating oil. I would probably use the coconut oil more for my
0: nails than I would cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And again, if you're interested in looking at Celine's Nails or booking an appointment with her, you can find her on Instagram at Studio. Right. Thank you, Sarah. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.